Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. One of the things that we talk about a lot in the grief community is post-traumatic growth, which is something you don't hear much about because it's not always newsworthy. People who sometimes go through serious traumatic experiences find that after they've been wounded for a long time, something changes in them and they start doing things that they otherwise have not have considered doing. So for me, one of the things is this podcast. And another thing is becoming involved with the question of organ donation and trying to get people to sign up. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, and this is a very special show that we are doing today. We have a live studio audience, and I want to welcome everyone who came today. We're going to have a great show, and we're going to be talking about all of the different news items that have popped up in 2019. 2019 has been an incredibly busy year, and the rest of 2019 is going to be even busier. It's summertime right now, and it's time to think about retreats. August 4th is going to be the very first Central Texas Hug Retreat, and I'm so excited because today our event planner, Janet Thompson, is in the studio with us. Hi, Janet. Hi, Anna. Janet, what will we be doing at our fabulous Hug Retreat? Ah, we are going to have some very good training for our volunteers, and we are going to have some fun activities to get to know each other, and we'll have delicious food to boot. Absolutely. I think that's probably going to be the most fun part, is we are going to be making a Sunday. Everyone will have their own opportunity to add whatever they like to their Sundays, and we'll be able to get to know each other, too. We'll see who likes caramel, who likes chocolate, and why. We will be having a lot of fun getting to know each other during our hug retreat. But what really excites me is it's a chance for people to learn some of the programs that we're using with hug, such as Asana, Track It Forward, and Team Up. These are programs that are really easy to use, aren't they, Janet? Yes, they are. But they're not easy to use if you've never used them before, are they, Janet? No, they are not. (laughs) (laughs) Janet and I have discovered they are not intuitive, are they, Janet? No, especially not for me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay, because we'll be learning together. I'll be doing some training, and it'll be a lot of fun. Janet has already picked out a bunch of great little prizes, and it will be something you won't want to miss. But what if you can't come to Central Texas? Michael, Michael Lieben of Heart to Heart with Michael. Tell us what we're going to be doing in October. In October, we're going to be meeting in Jerusalem here in Israel. We're a small but lively band. We know each other well. It's been put out there now. I'm going to have to produce food. And uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. 
You shouldn't be, because I have had your pretzels. I have had your challah, and it's worth traveling to Jerusalem just for that. Just for the food. Just for the food. <laughs> Wait for the main course. <laughs> we're going to get together, and basically, we're more concentrated on planning on things for the future, programming for the future. One of the really good things about this is that, as young as Hug is, and as small as it is, it's really very big, and it's far flung, literally around the world. And we have people. On at least three continents, if you think about it, we've got people in North America, we've got people here in Israel, which is right on the edge of Asia, and then we've got people also in Australia. So one of the really nice things is that if you can't get to hug, hug can get to you, and I think that's really helpful for us because it makes us feel that we're much more connected.、Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to come out here, it sort of forces us to be better, in that we have, <laughs> you know. The teacher's coming. We got to do our homework. We got to get our <laughs> we got to get our stuff in on time. We got to meet our deadlines. No, but it is a lot more serious when you know that there's somebody you know looking out and yeah, and、exactly. and those of us here we really respect it because we are doing what we're doing heart to heart with Michael. We're doing it because we're driven to do it. We're doing it because we have a sort of feeling of being a messenger that we need to do this. It's a very special program, but. It makes us feel good to know that we're part of an organization that's much wider than that. And if not for the technology, we'd be out here alone, as would people in other countries. So we're very pleased to be a part of this. It's very special for us to be a part of something that big and that important. Well, I appreciate you finding a place for us to do the training and for you to kind of spearhead it. I can't wait to meet your daughter in person. She's already been volunteering with Hug, but I know that she'll be fabulous. She did a bunch of training for. Those of us who aren't as savvy as Sapir is on social media, so Sapir and Ate did some training with us. So I hope they'll both be at our hug retreat in Jerusalem. I'm also hoping we'll meet Rachel Green, who has been another volunteer who lives in Jerusalem. She actually translated a script for us into Hebrew for our very first Hebrew show, and she's a fabulous volunteer. Plus, we might get a chance to meet Michael's sister. What do you think, Michael? Is there a good chance? I think there's a reasonable chance that we'll meet one of them. The other one tends to go away about that time of the year, but there's a reasonable chance we'll find one. And I just want to point out that both of my sisters are avid listeners, and they will have something to contribute because they listen to all the programming and they know what they have to say about it. So that's really important because, in a sense, it's our only real live contact with listeners, other than friends who WhatsApp me and tell me nice things. But it's really important to sort of sit face to face and get. Feedback from listeners, just in case maybe we're missing something. Absolutely, it's amazing how our listeners have had so much influence on us over the years. I think it's very easy to see that Heart to Heart with Anna and Heart to Heart with Michael have certainly changed over the years, and that's in large part due to the feedback that we get from our listeners. So in October. If you are in Jerusalem, you are going to want to come to the Hug Retreat. Please get in touch with Michael Lieben or me. But that's not all, friends. We're also going to be doing a hug retreat in Tucson, Arizona. Unfortunately, our producer of Heart to Heart with Michael Nancy Jensen is not here today, but she will be in Tucson, Arizona, and we will be conducting a hug retreat on November twenty-first in Tucson. I'm really excited because Rita Scoggins and her daughter Victoria will be attending that retreat as well. So, if you live in the Tucson area, And you want to come to that retreat? Please let us know. We will be sending out more information soon. So that's what's going on as far as training. 
Hi, my name is Jamie Alcroft, and I just published my new book, The Tin Man Diaries. It's an amazing story of my sudden change of heart as I went through a heart and liver transplant. I can think of no better way to read The Tin Man Diaries than to cuddle up in your favorite Hearts Unite the Globe sweatshirt and your favorite hot beverage, of course, in your Hearts Unite the Globe mug, both of which are available at the Hug Podcast Network online store, or visit heartsunitetheglobe.org. Texas Heart Institute were offering us a mechanical heart, and he said, no, Dad, I've had enough. Give it to someone who's worthy. My father promised me a golden dress to twirl in. He held my hand and asked me where I wanted to go. Whatever strife or conflict that we experienced in our long career together was always healed by humor. Heart to Heart with Michael. Please join us every Thursday at noon Eastern as we talk with people from around the world who have experienced those most difficult moments. You are listening to Heart to Heart with Anna. If you have a question or comment that you would like addressed on our show, please send an email to Anna Jaworski at Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. That's Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. Now, back to Heart to Heart with Anna. I'm very excited to announce that Hug was the recipient of the Tita Hutchins Award, which was given out by Mended Little Hearts at their CHD Symposium in 2019. This is a very big deal for us. It's the first time for us to receive an award like this. And this award, the Tita Hutchins Award, is given to a person or an organization that is not part of Mended Little Hearts, but who has worked with Mended Little Hearts. And I was very honored to receive that award on behalf of Hearts Unite the Globe. So thank you to all the volunteers who have helped make Hug what it is. And thanks to Mended Little Hearts for acknowledging us and for appreciating our work together. We helped put together the very first CHD Leadership Summit, and I've been assured by Jody Smith that this is not going to be the last time we have this Leadership Summit, so I hope that next time even more leaders will be there. It was a full house. It was amazing, but we know that there are more organizations out there, and we could all be working together, and coming together during that Leadership Summit is a great way to do that. Let's talk about some other ways that we can come together, and that would be some upcoming conferences. First of all, next month, August 2019, the Podcast Movement Conference is happening in Orlando, Florida. And I'm excited that I will be recording a show with Laura Ryan, who is a fabulous hug volunteer and a former guest host and guest on Heart to Heart with Anna. So if you're in the Orlando area, you might want to let me know because we might have a little meetup, especially with our patrons. We want to get together with our patrons every chance we can. I'll also be attending the Bloggy Mom Conference in Sandusky, that's Sandusky, Ohio, in October. I'm looking forward to that. And one of the conferences that I have attended for, golly, I don't know, at least three years in a row is the Adults Living with Congenital Heart Disease Conference, or the ALCHD Conference, right outside of Boston, Massachusetts. That conference is coming up on October 26th, and I really hope a lot of people will attend that conference. Usually, it's a very nicely attended conference, and they bring in the best of the best 
doctors, as speakers, doctors, psychologists, social workers. They always put together a great panel that is just made up of adults living with congenital heart disease, and people in the audience can ask them anything they want to. It's a fabulous conference. So I really hope that a lot of people will attend that conference. And then there's the fifth annual Adult Congenital Heart Symposium in Houston, Texas. That one will be on October 12th. So you can see there are lots of conferences coming up. Feel the Beat at Mayo Clinic is also on October 12th. So there are lots of opportunities for people to get together in the congenital heart defect community. Do check out at congenitalheartdefects.com. If you go to the drop-down menu, there is a calendar there. And Brenda Vignaroli, who is our webmaster, does a fabulous job of updating information on our calendar. Every time we find out about another conference or an activity in the CHD community, we put it up there. So you'll want to check out congenitalheartdefects.com. Go to the drop-down menu and choose our calendar if you're wondering if there's something happening near you. Now it is July and I just had a birthday. I decided to have another fundraiser. We did this last year and I had another fundraiser and a very, very awesome person, my husband, said that he would match up to $500 of donations for people who contributed to this fundraiser. My goal this year was $650, and thanks to so many awesome contributors, but especially Sandra Schatz, who donated the last $68 we needed to meet our goal, we did meet our $650 goal. Frank is going to have to pay his $500 and Hug is going to get over $1,000 again this year. Thanks to all of you. I really appreciate and love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was really exciting to see it happen. I want to talk about being a volunteer for Hearts Unite the Globe just a little bit because I think it's an exceptional opportunity to give back to the community. But I know that our host, Michael Lieben, wants to talk a little bit about what volunteering with HUG has meant to him, and especially some of the extra training that he's been afforded as a volunteer. Take it away, Michael. One of the things that we talk about a lot in the grief community is post-traumatic growth, which is something you don't hear much about because it's not always newsworthy. People who sometimes go through serious traumatic experiences find that after they've been wounded for a long time, something changes in them and they start doing things that they otherwise have not have considered doing. So for me, one of the things is this podcast. And another thing is becoming involved with the question of organ donation and trying to get people to sign up. But in all of that, Hug had the foresight to send me to a grief conference in Israel last January. And two really important things happened there. First of all, we were able to sign up a bunch of guests, the kind that we hadn't had before. So most of our guests this year, not all of them, but many of our guests this year are not only bereaved in one way or another, but they're also experts in the field. They're psychologists, their psychiatrists were there, their therapists, all kinds of people who work with grief professionally. And so we've been able to get a lot of that into our programming. Whereas up to now, we had been sharing stories and matching them with people who needed to hear stories. We are still doing that, but we're also giving a professional view on grief and things that you can do in your own life to work through grief. I found that a very validating experience because the first year and a half that we were doing this program, we were sort of flying on instruments. We were guessing, we were making assumptions about how things are based on our own experience, which is very valid. And when I got to this convention, and I was literally the only one there who was not a psychologist, I found that everything we had been doing 
actually is more or less right. Everything we've been saying from the heart is actually professionally correct. We don't presume to give advice. We don't presume to be doctors and we don't presume to offer therapy on our program. But it is nice to know that when we talk about things with people, when we offer our own opinions about things with people or in the short videos that I've made, things that I've said are actually proper to say. And that's been a really good thing for us, for all of us involved with the program. That has a lot to do with Hugs foresight in looking for a convention that I could get to easily and sending me. And I think that's something that we should consider not just for the retreats that we have, which I think are wonderful and they're excellent and they're all about how we do things. But the more conventions, the more activities that you can go to outside, A, you're bringing hug to the rest of these places and B, you're going to get a lot of validation and you're going to get a lot of knowledge that you might need to have. So that's been really good. Right. It's been really good for us. Yeah, that was great. What's exciting to me, Michael, is you just did a program on acrobalance and how balance and the person's mind, body, and spirit are all connected. Wasn't that an awesome program with Hani Cetus? It was because she deals with grief. She deals with families. And when she's dealing with acrobalance, she's getting parents and kids to do things in her studio mm-hmm. that involve building trust. Right. Right. And it's totally different than any other show you've done. And you've done over 30 shows now, haven't you? You know, I think I have. Wow. Isn't that isn't that awesome that you've done that many shows, Michael? I just want to point out the origin story of Heart to Heart with Michael. Okay. After being interviewed on Heart to Heart with Anna after I lost my daughter, Anna said, I'd like to do a series on bereavement, but I'm not bereaved. Would you do it? I said, well, how many do you want? She said, I want one a month. I want 12. I want a year's worth. And I said, I'll give you three. And if I'm still alive after the third one, we'll do all 12. And now we're in our third year. So speaking of post-traumatic growth, this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. This has brought me somewhat out of a shell. This has brought me to doing something that I believe is meaningful. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that we discussed this early on. I Skyped into a Hug board meeting. And we were a little bit intrepid what to do with this program. It was different than anything that Hug had done before. And it wasn't necessarily bound to the CHD community. It could go outside. So far, as far as I wanted to take it, they've let me go, for which I'm very thankful. And I said, look, if we help only one person, we've done our job. And I'm that person. You've already done it. (laughs) And that's true. What I'm getting from the feedback, what I'm getting from responses through WhatsApp and responses through the email and we're helping people, or at least we're giving other people insight. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. That's it really is good a good thing. thing. It is. A, it's a great thing. And I think that you still have many, many more shows than you, Michael. I hope so. And one of the ways that we're going to find out is if we get more volunteers, because from our volunteers, we also not only get the legwork that needs to be done, but we also get ideas. Absolutely. Yes, there are many more great shows to come. I can't wait to see what Heart to Heart with Michael is going to produce in season four, because that's <laughs> right around the corner. But first, we have to finish season three. And it would be fabulous if we could have some more volunteers to help us. Home Tonight Forever by the Baby Blue Sound Collective. I think what I love so much about this CD is that some of the songs were inspired by the patients. Many listeners will understand many of the different songs and what they've been inspired by. Our new album will be available on iTunes, Amazon.com, Spotify. I love the fact that the proceeds from this CD are actually going to help those with congenital heart defects. Enjoy the music. Home Tonight Forever. 
Heart to Heart with Anna is a presentation of Hearts Unite the Globe and is part of the Hug Podcast Network. Hearts Unite the Globe is a nonprofit organization devoted to providing resources to the congenital heart defect community to uplift, empower, and enrich the lives of our community members. If you would like access to free resources pertaining to the CHD community, please visit our website at www.congenitalheartdefects.com for information about CHD, the hospitals that treat children with CHD, summer camps for CHD survivors, and much, much more. What can volunteers do? Michael, tell us some things that volunteers can do. Volunteers can pretty much do anything. Volunteers can spread the word. Volunteers can send our links to all their friends and family and everyone they ever stood next to in an elevator. Volunteers can help us produce memes. They can help us get memes out to different platforms. They can help us create visual sound bites, which sounds like Chinese, but actually they're not that difficult to do. And once they make them, they can get them out to everybody. They can talk it up. They they can pass out cards. They can do anything to help get the word out. One of the differences between our two programs is that you have all the congenital heart defect sites and support groups, and you can go out there and really push hard. Our program deals with grief. It's not appropriate, and a lot of people aren't ready to, to talk about grief on support groups that are all about life and going forward and, and struggling but surviving. Right. So our access to the world is a lot more complicated. Everybody you know, everybody you know has been touched by grief at one point in their life. Everybody, whether it's a grandparent or somebody closer or just a friend or an associate or someone at work, everybody has been touched by grief. We want to spread awareness, empowerment. We want to give some help. We want people to know they're not alone. We want people to know that there's someone who has a story similar to theirs. Right. And a volunteer can do that. Our volunteers can also be hosts, a guest host, or That's they true. can be a guest. So there are lots of different ways that people can help. They can help with transcriptions. We would love to have a transcript of every single show for our hard of hearing members or people who just like to follow along with a written transcript. It's really not that hard. There's a program called Temi that we use, which will do a rough voice to text transcript, but it's about 80% correct. So we really need a human being to go through and clean up that transcript so it doesn't read oddly. And we know that when we're doing these recordings that sometimes somebody's name or a specific heart defect or procedure may be very unusual and Tammy won't get it. So we need somebody who is part of our community who knows what those jargony words might be and can help us make some clean transcripts. So yes, there's lots of different ways our volunteers can help. One of the reasons why we're doing these hug retreats is to do the training that you need so that you can be a viable volunteer and so that you can get the most out of your hug experience. I have one more quick announcement, and that is that we are now part of Patreon. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a special site that you can go to, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, patreon.com. And at Patreon, you will see all kinds of creators. There are a ton of podcasters. There are people who do all kinds of creating, people who create games, people who create music. You name it, if it's a creation type activity, then Patreon is a place for you to go to try and get people to help you out. So the people who help you out are called patrons. We currently have four patrons for Hearts Unite the Globe, and that would be Michael Lieben, Brenda Vignaroli, Frank Jaworski, who is also in the studio right now, and then my son, Joey Jaworski. Frank, I would love for you to tell us why you became a patron. 
I became a patron, Anna, because it's one more way to support Hearts Unite the Globe and to let everybody know how important it is to become a patron for HUG. I think that if we can encourage more people by our actions to join in, I think that it'll provide a real base for support. Thank you so much, Frank. And you know what, folks? It doesn't even have to be that expensive. Michael, can you please tell us why you became a patron? Well, because I felt I needed to give something back. I do this as a volunteer, and I get so much more than I put in. I figured this is the best way that I could, without too much difficulty, be a regular donor. I chose a fairly small amount, but if 50 people chose that same amount, then we'd be doing all right. It makes me feel that I'm a part of the organization by paying in a little bit to the organization. I feel like now I have a certain ownership. I'm part of this thing that I'm working for, and not just a pretty face who shows up and does this programming and leaves. And Patreon is basically membership into the organization. Mm-hmm. It's basically a way to buy membership into Hug. I'm not on the board for some very good reasons, mostly the difference of a distance of about 10,000 miles. I don't make decisions. I often have a lot of questions, and I probably make more trouble. But now, paying into it every month, I'm a member. I'm a, I'm a part of that organization, and it's a very good feeling, but more than that, It gives me a sense of partnership with everything else that's going on in Hug. I love that. And you're absolutely right. It does make you a partner. And you can do this, friends, for as little as a dollar a month. You can give $2 a month. You can give $5 a month. You can give $500 a month. Really, you can't give less than a dollar. But anywhere from a dollar upwards, you choose how much you want to give to Hearts Unite the Globe. If you go to patreon.com slash heart to heart, then you will find our page and you'll see we have different benefits for the different levels. You have a chance to come to a show like today. Frank is a patron. I promised Frank that as a patron, he would have a chance to talk during this show. When we do other programs, when I have a guest who is willing to do a talk back section, then we will have our patrons as the first people to ask a question. So that's one of the perks or one of the benefits to being a patron. If you buy in at a certain level. So yes, you become part of HUG. You help HUG to become sustainable. We would love to grow our network. Right now, we are a network of two, Heart to Heart with Anna and Heart to Heart with Michael. But we would love to have a program in Spanish. We would love to have one for teens and tweens. We'd love to have another show that is produced for adults by adults. We had Heart to Heart with Nicole and David, but unfortunately that show was not able to be continued and it's on hiatus right now. But there's no reason why we couldn't have another show that is for adults by adults with congenital heart disease. It will be much easier for the network if we can afford to pay some people to help. We need some assistance because It takes a lot of hours and a lot of volunteers to do this. So friends, please consider being a patron. Even if it's only a dollar a month, it does make a difference. So that concludes this really exciting news event about what's going on with HUG. And I want to thank Frank Jaworski, Janet Thompson, Michael Lieben, and Debbie Gilmore. Debbie, before we go... I'm going to put you on for just a moment and ask you, why do you care about HUG? I care about HUG, Anna, because it's done and run by my best friend. Aww. (laughs) I love you, Debbie. (laughs) I love you too, Anna. 
Well, thanks for being here today. Thank you to all of you wonderful people, you wonderful supporters of Heart Unite the Globe and Heart to Heart with Anna and Heart to Heart with Michael. You're all fabulous. I hope everybody will tune in again next week. And until then, my friends, remember, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you have been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time.